listeners, welcome to another episode of Developing Your A-Game with me, your host, Beverly. And today I have on a special guest, a special guest, because we've actually worked directly together in the sports industry. Um, his name is Coach Michael Colapo, and he is a pro youth football coach as well as a sports data analyst so so we're going to be talking today about just standing out from the crowd you know sports industry is growing phenomenally in popularity and you know there's a lot of people in the sports industry there's a lot of coaches there are a lot of sports lawyers there's a lot of there's a lot of everything a lot of sports administrators so Today, I'm really excited to be talking with Coach Colapo, as I know him and as he's popularly known, uh, um, on standing out from the crowd, how to stand out and be and be the best. So Coach Colapo is um, a really great, a really great guy. Uh, we our paths crossed in Nigeria. He's actually in Germany at the moment. So this is like an international podcast. So he's now in Germany, but we met when he was still in Nigeria. And um, I was very fortunate to have had him um, um, be in charge of um, one of my training facilities on the Lagos Tigers. And in addition to Lagos Tigers, he's also worked at um, former COD City of David Football Club. He's also worked as a coach at Chrisland Schools. And now he's in Germany. So really excited to have you, Coach Kolakpo. I'm really glad you found the time to speak with me. And um, hopefully it's going to be a really good conversation about standing out um, and being the best, really. So... Um, let's start. So, like I said, I told the, the listeners that you're in Germany. So I want us to go to the beginning, before Germany. <laughs> How did you get into um, the You have a very um, kind of long career in sports, working, you know, as a youth um, soccer coach. If, if a youth football soccer coach. So now I want to know what inspired you to get into sports to begin with. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, <clears throat> I, I will not say uh, something inspired me or or I was pushed to sport. I would say maybe I was born with sport in me. Um, so because... Growing up, I always take to the street to play football, and this has really been a part of me. Even when my parents will say, oh, don't go out, I would rather take the cane, but I have to go play football. <laughs> yeah, so I know when I go play football, I will still come back and get beaten, but it doesn't stop me from going there the next time. So, um, African parents, honestly. Well, but, you know, they want us to study and uh, you have to education, yeah. education, education. But I understand their, their, their point of view. Uh, but also when I got into the university, my dad wanted me to be an engineer. In fact, I got admitted to study electrical engineering. But uh, I just oh, wow. feel... 
even if they if they had monitored my progress, uh, sometimes I I lose the the TV to fix something and I cannot put it back, or sometimes I I try to fix the fan but I couldn't f- put it back. And you say I should go for an engineer. <laughs> so then my dad used to call me a damaging engineer, uh, a damaging engineer. Yeah, but so you understand how this thing is, and you still want me to be uh, to be. Uh, an engineer. Oh, so my uh, during my <laughs> my second year at the university, I had to change to the department of the human kinetics and health education. Uh, people call it physical education, and they call it jumpology, whatever. Some even say ajishere, wow, whatever okay. you they want to call it. Okay. But but you, I just feel okay. This is where I I I want to be. This is where it's just like my natural <laughs> habitat, you know. And um, I, during my 100 level, I was already playing for the school team. So I was one of the, I was one of the, the 100 levels that were just two. One was a goalkeeper and I was the other outfit oh, wow. player who, who was in 100 level that was allowed to play in the, in the university team as I there. And that's how I, I got to grow from 200 levels, studying sport and, Everything was seamless, and I had to contest for the sport, this SUG sport secretary for at, at that time, and I got in. I was elected. So then we also hosted the West Africa University Games. So I was in charge of some of the, so I was in charge of some of the university stuff, and that's how it has been all through. And oh, ever since I got in, I have never looked back. Though I am not where I, I want to be, but um, everything is still a uh, uh, step in progress. So that's it. That's yeah. So you're saying that your parents, you know, didn't, weren't supposed to playing football, like you were scouted and you had the talent, but they didn't want you to play. Uh, yeah, they wanted so... me to go to to go to the university so I can um, I can study and become somebody and um, <laughs> become somebody and uh, so I had to speak with a, a like a like a I would say a big brother from the oh, church so yeah so he worked with the NFP as at that time and he told me, okay, look, you have to go to school. You know, Sheyo Lofijano is an engineer. Okay, he cited some some examples, so which was okay. Then I decided to go. And yeah, that was where I knew it for me. When I started the bachelor's, uh, when I ended my bachelor's de- degree, and age is also counting, you know, you just feel like, okay, mm, you might not get to uh, achieve this dream of uh, playing football abroad. Then you have to start turning your attentions to other areas. So when I finished my bachelor's, I didn't get um, a job immediately. So I felt it was it's going to still be difficult. Then I went for my master's. Then I did a sport. Um, I did a master's in sport administration. And when I'm done with that, I was like, ah, oh, come on, these jobs are getting hard to come back. Oh, yes, but you have good knowledge of football. You, yeah, but you also need something to show that you have this knowledge. Then I decided to go 
um, to NIS, the National Institute for Sports, to get some uh, yeah. uh, knowledge on how to transfer some of this football knowledge to to the young ones. So, I mean, if I cannot... Um, I wouldn't say I was the, the 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 best player or the most talented player, but I know that okay, I was one of the best, and I could transmit some of my little ideas then to these yeah. kids. But I need the means, so I had to go to the the Institute of Sport to learn yeah. some of these things and to know how to disseminate, how to pass instructions, how to do uh, the coaching thing properly. And yes, I got some ideas, some which really helped me, and I finished strongly there as well. And that was why I was able to to develop uh, some of this. Um, uh, I had the chance to work with COD. That was my first real contract, football contract. Yeah, but but I worked with a. Before then, I was also doing some. Internship with a with a grassroots team and right. also making some internship and with some teams and just just to put uh, my theory into practice. And during my time in the university, I was also in charge of some hundred uh, level teams, two hundred level teams. Just hey guys, 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 guys. So I thought, okay, let's do this, mm-hmm. and that was what dragged me into this whole football coaching thing coaching life (laughs) and and after cod we kind of met we kind of you know our paths crossed and that's how you ended up coming to lagos tigers for a little bit i I have to say one thing that really stands out in my mind when when i interviewed you i have to say wow the number of qualifications you have oh my goodness Coach Kolako, I was blown away. I was like, I have never seen this many qualifications ever. I remember you just showing it to me and I'm like, oh my goodness, emotional intelligence, sports psychology. Um, I mean, there was every qualification you could think of and they were all relevant. This is the thing about you that I, I noticed not just the fact that you know you're very personable but when you talk about wanting to really have technical knowledge i have to give it to you you had technical knowledge par excellence really um and that's why you know having this with you is so important because it's all about how do we stand out from the crowd you know what i mean um you couldn't fulfill your you know your dream to be a footballer and so okay next best thing is being a coach but rather than just be like a regular coach (laughs) you have to go and be a coach that has all the qualifications like guys you need to see his list of qualifications I'm not even trying to flatter him at all just it's really really amazing I mean what makes you did you were you advised to get all those qualifications or was it just something about wanting to just you know make sure you've covered all your grounds or because coaching coaching has two sides doesn't it there's the physical and there's also the psychosocial right there's the there's the psychology of coaching 
right? Um, so there, there, there are several uh, elements of coaching, and uh, okay. but uh, I think when I had my master's degree and I got into coaching, I had um, I had the opportunity to hear of a course in uh, Germany at the university uh, mm. at the University of Leipzig. So uh, it was an interesting uh, opportunity for me. Yeah, but I'm, I have to be really honest. I really want to be uh, a sport administrator. That's even my end goal mm. to be like a director of coaching or director of, of, of a course. club yeah. because that's, yeah. I, I feel uh, that's what I'm really saddled up for. And uh, mm. the, the, the thing is, when I was in NIS, we had some guys from Fairnod. They came to do some three or two days uh, coaching workshop with us. And I was really amazed at the level of knowledge that these guys could uh, could pass on to us. And it really changed my uh, angle of how to see things. And I'm like, okay, I have to put all my efforts to study this coaching thing abroad, to see what makes these people think they, they, they are really better than us. Mm. And I fired an application to the University of Leipzig for this course, and I got rejected. So, yeah, I know, oh, wow. yeah, but I still, the th- oh, what I did was, okay, I accepted that rejection, and I looked for a way to, to also reapply again, and in a different way. So during this time of rejection, I, I did some online courses. I, I, I learned some stuff from the... United States uh, uh, Soccer Federation. I learned some stuff from the FA of uh, Germ- um, of England. I attended some Cueva courses in Nigeria. I was trying to get every every mm, knowledge, to yeah, yourself. to improve yeah, yeah. to improve myself and also improve my 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 chances of being selected for some of these courses. So. Uh, I tried again, and I also got rejected again, but I didn't stop there. Wow. Then I oh, wow. I, I was in NIS, then I attended for, I also applied for sports uh, conditioning coach. So more like the physical condition aspect of, uh, of sport. Okay. Yeah. But I still got rejected again. But then I, I just went for this uh, calf course. In Abuja, I I got yeah. that one. That's the Confederation of African. That's the yeah yeah. That's the Confederation of African Football. Yeah right? yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Calf. So I went for the C license in Abuja, and after that one, I added everything I got. Then I fired again, and and this time I was lucky, and uh, I got fantastic. Third got, time lucky. <laughs> I got chosen, and. Um, so they covered everything. So the accommodation, mm-hmm. the schooling, and so, and that's how I knew, like, okay, then I'm I'm still on the right track, and I really gained a lot from from that course. It was a one semester course, and so I just believe that those processes really changed uh, the kind of person I am in in coaching. So mm. that's it. Mm. That's really inspiring. You you were rejected twice. I'm sure after after two after two rejections, so many people will feel like you know what I can't do this anymore. <laughs> what more do they want? I've tried, I've tried, but mm. you know you got you got chosen on the third try, and there's people who get rejected even ten times. 
and it's like on the 11th try i think i saw something about magic johnson speaking about sports um just yesterday apparently he's raising um, millions of dollars for for funds for funding um certain businesses and he was rejected 10 times Mm -hmm. by investors and on the 11th try he got a $50 million um, um, fund. So I guess this is really about perseverance and it's sports, you know, like sports is all about discipline, going the distance, yeah. never giving up, you know, all those values. So, I mean, that's um, pretty, um, that's pretty inspiring. I mean, what, what do you think, like you have perspective now, you've been in Germany now, I think over a year or something. Yeah, it's uh, sure. two years. I'm getting close to it. Amazing. It's now two years. Wow. And so you now have some perspective of, you know, coaching, what it's like to coach um, youth pro um, in Germany versus Nigeria. Like, could you kind of give your opinion? You know, you've, you've done both worlds now, and I think you're as qualified as anyone to comment. What do you think is either, I don't want to say lacking in Nigeria, because I don't want to start off on a negative footing that Nigeria or Africa is necessarily inferior, you know, but what are the differences between both, um, you know, the West and Africa? What can we take away from, what are the positive things from here? What are the positive things from from the West, from Germany? Could you say you, you, from what you've you you don't have to sugarcoat it? We are inferior, <laughs> so ah uh, no, we are not. <laughs> no, we are. You not. have to you have to you have to say it as it is. I think this sugarcoating is making it uh look like okay, we are doing better. No, I must say we are way way no, we are way we are way way. Behind, although I know we have some great guys who are trying to change things, but if you don't have the initiative, the platform to yes. to change things, I'm sorry, your ideas will all will fall on deaf ears. But um, I mean, it, it's obvious, so I don't want to go into details that much. But I would say um, organization is a great part of this development. Yes, we think Absolutely. we think we we have the the, the grassroots. I think yeah. the the only positive thing the only positive thing we have is the passion. Mm. Is the passion for the game. That raw passion. Yes. That raw talent. Uh, and that's yeah. that's the only positive thing we, we I would say we have now. I mean, there's no um, organization from the grassroots into the professional level. Everybody wants mm. to cut corners. Yes, you can cut corners, but do the right thing. You know? So mm. here you have uh, stages. Structure. Yes, you have structure. that. Stages. You have yeah. Uh, yeah. you have that structure from the cradle, from when you are born. If you want to start playing football, until when you get to eighteen, you know. So they have uh, from the Bambinis to the A Junior. So it's like, and one thing is, every, should I say, village has its yes. own uh, football pitch, you know? They have this. T- yes, every, yeah. they have pitches everywhere. Yeah, yes. They have this. It's not like our pitch, but you know, they have this artificial turf all around. Even where, all around. even where there's no artificial turf, you have maybe like parks, 
where you have uh, five mm. aside uh, uh, football that is there. Everything is so planned. Like, okay, I don't mm. know if you want to be in a football club today, you will. And one thing is, if you join a football club today, if you play any competition, it is stored. Your data is stored. Data, data, so, data, data drives industries. It drives business. Yes, yes. So they have all the all the information about you as soon as you join the club. Until even they are so structured, like they even have the U forty, like the under forty league. Those who are old, really under forty. Those who are wow. Who, those who are old that still want to that still wants to uh, stay stay in the game. You know, stay in the game. So. And they have like eight levels from the Bundesliga until the eighth level of football. So I think I was also thinking I could do something like uh, the U45 aside uh, competition sometime in uh, in Nigeria because I mean you you look you you see some of our old people they couldn't they can't move their body they just feel just stuck there so but that's not what we're talking that's a discussion for another time but so what I'm just trying to say no it's valid what I'm just trying to say is uh, the structure is is impressive so we are way behind but it's not like we cannot achieve this structure we can it just take the 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 right mind and the will that's what I feel. If the wheel is there, yeah. I mean, we have great uh, um, software developers in Nigeria. We have uh, good data journalists as well in Nigeria. So, and they also have this, what they do some talent uh, spotting. That's from the DFV where you have some talent base around. They get the best players to play in this, uh, in this talent base and they give them scholarship. Mm-hmm. If you don't keep up with your, because they, they make data, they make some testing, which is one of the things we also lack. Te- by testing, I'm not saying physical conditioning testing, no. Technical testing, like how you can dribble mm-hmm. the ball, how you can move the ball, how you can juggle the ball, yes. how you can. Yeah. So just to try to get the best out of the best. Then they put them in their, yeah. uh, in their football school and they train. Uh, they, are, they still train at their club, but they also train at the at the talent base. So I think once in a in a week they train at the talent base. So and that's how they progress. Progression is also key. You you get you get players to play the U15, and you throw them away after the U15 tournament. No, you get players, then you start recruiting another U15. No, it, it's not done. You need to progress. These players, that way you can keep them together until maybe they get to the the senior. I'm not saying yes, you cannot add or subtract from the from the team. Yes, you will because you, just you are have a, only just have that funnel. Yes, have a proper yeah. official channel. It's about channeling uh, talent from, like you said, from the early youth stage all the way up to say 18, 19. Like let there be a proper progressive plan pathway yeah the transition is really the transition is really really poor but but we just have to sit down watch because we don't have the initiative and no but things are changing i mean things are changing though coach Kalapo. definitely um in, in the last year there's been 
a lot of work, perhaps theoretical, but there has been a lot of work into how can we get um, the Nigerian sports industry revitalized. Um, th there are things happening, definitely, which you'll be happy to know. There are things happening. Yes, maybe nothing has been implemented just yet. You know how it, it, it is. It takes time to go from policy to full implementation. But definitely all the issues you've raised are, are things that we are all too aware of. And people are tired. Enough is enough. Like, we all want to see the industry do better. You know, there's too much talent wasting away, like mm -hmm. you said. Mm -hmm. You get to 15, and then next thing you know, because you don't know a coach on the national team, you can't get in. You know, you're just out, you know, or there are not enough grassroots that can actually develop these players properly, or maybe they just want money. I mean, I had a really good conversation with a sports agent based in London, and it's, it's the same thing, like trying to... How do we change this narrative, this negative perception about our country? Because look, there's brilliant guys like you, brilliant, <laughs> who have now left the country and mm -hmm. you're, you're fulfilling your, your dreams and your passions yeah, elsewhere because process? you didn't see that, that, possibility, that possibility in your own country. Think, you know, so this is something that I think people are now beginning to wake up to. Like, we can't keep on losing the best of the best. We just can't, you know, afford to lose them. I mean, I'm glad you shared a little bit of light on those sort of differences. And, yeah, you've also given us... That's you even know, that's even that's even like point zero point five zero point five of the old situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean we have to keep hope alive. Okay, so now would you are you would you do you not have any plans? I know you want to be a sports administrator, which is amazing. I think definitely pushing you and you know motivating you to to keep on that journey. Um would you not want to come back to Nigeria at any point just to give back or to, you know, make sure you have a, a hand in the development of the sports industry and things like that? Well, I, I'm sorry if this, uh, if this word I'm, I'm going to use sound uh, so... No, be as frank as you want to. Yeah, but I'm, I will just say, yes, I'm not proud of my the sport situation in my country, mm. but I'm not a bastard. I will still come back to mm -hmm. see how things can be improved. Better. And mm. I'm still speaking with, I'm in touch with some really, really innovative guys in the nice. coaching industry. I mean, you will know him. Um, one is the owner of Bagada Boys. Uh, oh! Yeah. Is 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 a fine is a fine gentleman. You need to see what he's doing. I mean, yes, he's doing some good. I, got I oh then things. so then there's uh, uh, a host of them, young mm, guys who yeah. really want to take the initiative to yeah. change things. But I just hope uh, they give them the or chance. they give us the chance to to do this thing because it's not like we want to compete with anybody. Yeah. We want to make things better. We of want course. to make people believe in this pathway that they've chosen. Of it's course. not everybody that will be doctors, not everybody that will be lawyers. Oh, we, no, no. we still have people who will entertain these people through sports. And Absolutely. We have to, we have to do this. We have to just 
see how things can be done better. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, yes, I also have ideas of my own on how to, but one one key factor would be, it's going to be data-driven. So Mm, we know, okay, this is where we are now. This is where we're going to be now. This is where we project to be. Yeah, Yeah, so yeah, we'll we'll see. Of course, I will come back to to use the little knowledge I have don't be so modest <laughs> your expansive knowledge honestly coach Pilakpo, you can't even be modest if you tried and but it's you know what at the end of the day you have to toot your own horn you are really a brilliant coach um able to connect the emotional the cognitive all these different areas of coaching which we don't really get we don't really see many coaches appreciate or apply all these various elements of coaching. Coaching here is still a little bit rudimentary. Um, you know, like you said, I'm hoping that things can be can be better. I mean, I am on the Lagos State Football Association on board. I'm on the Divisional Football Association board. So I also need to hold myself accountable to say, yeah. What, yeah. what am I doing in the time that I am on the board? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, there's so much work to be done. The, the, labor, the laborers are few and the work is plenty. Um, but, mm-hmm. no, um, at the moment, I am attending... Um, uh, a master's program at the German Sports University. So it's uh, it's an international master in sport development and politics. And I must say this course has been uh, a great eye opener for me. Like, okay, there are so Mm. many, there are so many things we are getting wrong, but I mean, we get a few things right. So, but I I still believe uh, there are so much, there's so much work to be done, but we will get there. So I am, I am really, really optimistic because if you look at it critically, it's just about thinking, it's just about innovation. I mean, we don't have to do what they are doing. It no, doesn't no, have to we don't like have to that. copy and paste, not but, at all. But there are still some standards that needs to be met. Absolutely. So on, until yeah. these standards, I mean, I mean, how safe our pitches, if these guys are playing, if our kids are playing, uh, what's the knowledge of first aid? You know, those little, little basic can, can even change the whole uh, game. game plan. Yeah, you yeah. could change it. Yeah. And for yeah. me, I still believe, like, okay, maybe the since you're on the Lagos State uh, board, you this can still, yeah. yeah, you can still push for first aid knowledge to some of these players. We got maybe, maybe, maybe captains from from grassroots teams should come and they take first aid course from from a professional so they know these things and when these things happen they can act like a train the trainer you know when yeah, you train yeah, these yeah. guys they train their their colleagues they tell their colleagues oh yeah. okay this is the right thing is that way we are putting we are setting the foundation of making uh, things right so that's just what i absolutely did. So what would you give as your kind of final piece of advice? Because there's going to be a lot of coaches listening (laughs) to this. I mean, not just coaches, but I hope that many people in the sports industry would listen. So for coaches, what would you want to, what advice would you want to give to a newly qualified coach um, out of grad school or maybe didn't go to uni and just went straight into, um, you know, um, coaching right from secondary school what what kind of advice would you give them to stand out 
how can they be the best and stand out from the crowd? Well, it's not a it's not a one size fits all, and uh, individuals are different. Um, individuals individuals are different, and uh, I think what is working for somebody might not necessarily work for someone else as well. So, uh, the first thing I would say is the self awareness. You need to understand the kind of person you are, and uh, how what has worked for you and what has not really worked. So uh, that way you will discover your own strengths and try to improve your strengths. And yes, of course, I'm not saying you should ignore your weaknesses. We all do, but you try to um, turn some of these weaknesses into, into strengths. So, and I will not come and give you some uh, stories like, okay, you have to do this, you have to do this. No, no. It's not a, there's no uh, fixed rule of thumb to this thing. Mm, so mm. just don't also uh, uh, give up on, on what don't you believe in, yes. on what you believe in and chase knowledge. You need to, you need, there, are, there, are, there are still different ways to do things. There are different, yes, you know something, but you can also learn something to improve. So never stop learning. It's really important. Once you, I know there are still some. I don't know why this word keep coming to my. There's still. It's the German. It's the German interfering. No, no, it's not even that. There are still some shitty knowledge. Sorry, some shitty knowledge online, and there are knowledge everywhere. Okay, yes, I would just say be selective. Yeah, you have to filter. There's so much. Out there, you need to yeah. filter. I guess you need to saying. filter you this need to knowledge. Filter, yes. So yes. when and it's not because some coach is applying this technique and is working here in Germany doesn't mean it's going to work there in Nigeria. There are different uh, situations to it. There are cultural differences. There are religious yes. differences. The belief here is different. So. You just have to understand the group you have and understand the group dynamics and know what is going to work. So, very true, very true. Oh, and, you've been brilliant. And there's something important. It's at work. You have to put in the work. Yes. You have to put in the work. I will not no mean. I will not yes. mean my word on this. You have to put in the work. I, I, at the moment, I'm not. I've not even done twenty um, percent of some of the work I see some some of my colleagues do. And, really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there are some brilliant coaches in, in Nigeria. You know this. But oh, yes, all they need course. is... Just, and I will also uh, 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 encourage people to be prepared. You don't know when the opportunity will come, honestly. It could just come from... like that, Just like that. Mm. Just like that. Be ready. Be you ready. don't know. Yes. yes. You, you don't yes. know when it's going to come. Yes. And when it comes, I don't know how you will be. Is it that yes. you... Yes. And also, they should understand the power of attitude. It's really important. Oh, absolutely. The attitude is uh, is really a powerful action. So, Having a good attitude. And it's not. It's not everything. It's not like okay, you you have to go to school to learn this. That's the good thing. You you have to develop it yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. your attitude reflects who you are. And yeah. you also and your ethic and your values, and you will yeah. learn to recognize also that you control your own 
destiny. Destiny. I, I, will, I will not say, oh, this person, you know, my 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 success lies in the hands of this man. My success has no, 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 no it no. also lies with you. So yes. first within, then without. So that's I, what I. Oh, I love just, that, Coach Polakpo. That was that is a fantastic place to leave it. Success lies with you. It starts within and then from without. Amazing, absolutely amazing. I've had such time flies right when you're just having a good conversation but i've had such a good time just chatting with you and also catching up with you it's been such a long time and i'm yeah. so happy you're doing you're doing good yeah. in germany in deutschland <laughs> well so it's not the best don't 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 be deceived it's not the best condition oh, but oh, uh, trust me i know don't worry i know i know what are, it's like we are trusting god for the best situation Absolutely, we have to make the best of everything. But at yeah. this point, I'm gonna say I'll read it in and thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you, <laughs> thank, thank you. you so much for a lovely conversation. Yeah, so thank to you. the listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Coach Kolakpo Are talking about standing out from the crowd and being the best. Check out the episodes that come after that. Take care. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.